Detective Worcester Hazen and the special unit will now be responsible for tracking and capturing Alex Shaban. Welcome to a new dawn. This is our dawn. Welcome to a new dawn. I'm trained, Alex. I want you to catch the uncatchable. Shabani was trained to hide in plain sight. But that man likes to show off. You're not like the others, huh? Catch me if you can. And that is the trailer of the new uh, Netflix series, Soon Comes the Night. And starring in Soon Comes the Night is Gwenzo Ngobo, who is our profile guest this morning. Gwenzo, a very good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you Thank you so much. So tell us about uh, Alex Shabane, the man who you play in Soon Comes the Night. He's being described as a liberation hero turned heist king. Yeah, so um, Alex Shamane is as an NK soldier or a hamba in this country. So Banjolulu, because that's why Balagama police, because why Junji he he track the elections using. So when he comes back, he comes like a trained soldier, and um, obviously at that time the NK soldiers they were this. Um, they were very disruptive against the, 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 the apartheid at that time. So he comes back and then goes back again um, to do a mission. And then obviously at that time, we ask that you let them mind that's a very, a There's a mission, all bachelor would say, about the country's bomb of Bela Makai. As we were Makaya, Uncle and the Babel, I said, as a Babantu seventeen Tosabo with how they ran in South Africa at the time when they got to power. And then what Alex Shawani does, he takes um, the law into his own hands, mm-hmm. he tries to help people, Abbas uh, Lupshin. Mm-hmm. Um, to give him a goal. And so, for you, why were you drawn to this role? Because I think it's very different to the other roles we've played before, especially for many of us who may have encountered your work, for instance, with The Wife, which was huge. Why was it so important for you, or what drew you to this particular role of Alex Shabane? Well, I've always wanted to play a liberation hero. Mm. Uh, for example, Chris Hunt. So when I've learned to what they doing a film, uh, a series apart. Actually, um, uh, at first it was when I auditioned, it was a different name. It was the actual person because the script, it is it, it taken from a real life um, person. Uh, so it is inspired by Ibiliake Lodoput. So what happens is I, I fell in love with the story, the way it was written. It was, it, 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 it was such a beautiful story um, because his love, his father, um, his father and son relationship, and it's just like complex. It, uh, and I'm playing. Uh, well, I didn't understand. I, I didn't know with the um, 
he's the highest king at that time when I was auditioning, but it was very um, close to me because my dad was once, a, I think, a soldier um, so I had a lot of uh, interest in it. Mm. Yeah. And so how do you prepare for a role like this um, where I guess you become not just, uh, I guess, a highly skilled soldier, uh, someone who served in the MK, but then someone who, who uses those skills, who uses that training to then become, I guess, the highest king he then becomes after democracy. How do you prepare for that role? Um, what were some of the skills you needed to learn? Because, of course, a lot of acting requires the learning of new skills. So were there new skills you needed to learn so you could embody um, Alex Shabane? Well, from I think Uncle Rakul would give us to study drama because um, um, there were a lot of techniques that I've, I've used, uh, especially movement um, because it's a very action-packed um, series. So in terms with in terms of movement in the school in Gaza, I was I was Gaza, but we were attending classes that's just as a so. With, with, with the whole that using your voice while you're still um, um, performing, I've, I've learned those skills and opinion at the DUT. So it helped me a lot to 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 take what I've learned from the DUT and Ifage on this project. Um, and also, I've learned. I, I was watching my MK videos, I'm on 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 YouTube and Chris and his life as well. So. As as a, as a as a as a MK commander at that time, so yeah, I'm 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 into I'm in interviews. Okay, they helped me a lot to um, create this character and yeah, bring him to life. You mentioned that one of the things that was really really helpful preparing for this role was you studying um, drama or going to university and studying drama. Um, did you always know that know that you wanted to do um, the arts that you wanted to be on stage? Um, in front of the camera, when other kids were being asked at school, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Did you was your answer always, "I want to be an actor," or did you consider another career before that? Yeah, well, at that time, I wanted to become a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember asking the question that uh, I want to become a psychologist. Yeah. So, I think the Lara Actually, I'm a VHS cassette. So, Spoo or John Claude Van Damme or Steven Seagal or Moses Knight. Very, they had some nice action movies at that time. So, I used to watch that. And then, basically, after watching that, somebody showed that in Yango, Spalding Alice. So, I think. Um, imitating uh, um, or storytelling. We sketch as a school, as a something as well. So growing up, being active in terms of the creative arts, because I used to draw as well. So I really loved storytelling at a very young age. Until using for a trick and then the study she psychology but at the same time I was like hey, I don't think uh, this is 
what I want to do. Yeah. For my mom, I think it was around March. I'm jazz. I want to drop out. I want to start the drama. Was this in first year? You just started. This is first year, or did you get further than first year in psychology? No, I've just started. Uh-huh. Uh, after matriculating, I went on the state, and then like, in like, I think three months in, and then I called my mom. I was like, "No, I don't think you're in the influence." And then, you know, come back home. We're gonna move to apply for and then I came back home, took a cap here. Apply and then I got accepted the following year. I started um, studying theater most of the days I found a cool school. How has studying theater helped you in? Because a lot of the work, certainly the work we know you from, has been TV, um, you know, through TV series. Soon Comes the Night is um, made for TV as well. It's a a streaming series. So how has your theatre training helped you become uh, a better actor for the formats you currently do? Um, So I think it's uh, because it is a different um, platform. Uh, On theatre, we connect a lot with the audience because there's no room for mistakes. There are mistakes, but you just need to learn how to cover up, you know, or help your co-editor, mm. uh, co-CQ or my lines. So there are techniques that um, we learn and we take from that and then spafage on, on, on television, of which I am not a huge fan of, 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 of television. Uh, I still prefer um, uh, theater. So, Yeah. <laughs> Why do you prefer theatre to television? I think that's so interesting. Is it because you started in, in theatre? Or it, it is, like you were saying, it allows you actual real-time connection with the people watching your work? Yes. And uh, first of all, it is that Uti, it allows me the time to connect with the people and people will connect with the story at the same time in, 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 in real life. And it's very truthful to me. It's very truthful. There's no cut and, 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 and cut and, and then action again or repeat that scene or whatever. We just rehearse for a year. That, that whole process of Omar rehearsals, you, you've learned so much. You know the scripts in and out. And so you, where, where, when you do tell the story, Mustn't perform at that time. It it comes it it, it, it uh, by design, but it's like a nature or something. Mm. It's just like you are in that world that you guys have created as a team, and there's collaboration. I, mean, I don't like to, 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 to be called a leading man because we are not doing a one hander. One handed out on stage. I'm a character that money. It, if there are other people as well on stage, we're all telling the story, we're all leading the story. Yeah. So it's all about love and, 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 and building a, a relationship with the audience and with your co-actors as well. So it's very truthful to me. And so after you studied uh, theatre, you finish your degree, how do you then make your big break? What is the thing that helps launch your career forward or what you consider to have been the thing that helped your career, I guess, get going? Um, networking. 
uh, think uh, to all network is very important because after graduating, uh, you know, in the, in that, I decided to look okay. I want to stay in there and just do like a couple of theater shows or just to like um, pop myself up, and then I'm ready to go to a uh, uh, because that's where um seven corner. But never equally after graduating and I just didn't feel like I was ready for a college at the time but I felt like it was noisy and then busy at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I was like I never let me go back home. Uh, well it uh really um I did some of the theater shows and I was enjoying it. I didn't want to stop at that time until COVID nineteen. But I'll come at theater. We were not allowed to perform, only did um, streaming for kids as well at that time. But in the corner of my, my restrictions, I said I had pays were cool. So it was very hard for me to pay my rent and and and, and then just survive at that time uh, until our show was just like um, stopped. And I called my mom and from jail. I was in work just to regroup and, and reboot. But you might know it's fine. Slide up and I will help you out. The one with Just lama lap band. And then um, there was an audition that came from my agent uh, called the wife. And I auditioned for that. And I said, I was going to the audition I ended up the first audition. And then I'm Biza, there's a Gordy, and then I did audition, and then I got casted. So, yeah, it, it was a very, I think I chose um, screen because of, of financial reason and stuff like that. But I wasn't ready to come to, to screen at that time because I was still yeah. enjoying theater. Yeah. But because of COVID, I had to, I had no choice. So, yeah, that's how it came about. So, which of the brothers did you audition for when you were auditioning for the wife? Did you know that you were auditioning for the character of Kawe, or did you audition for a different brother? No, I think at the time we were all auditioning for Open mm-hmm. So, that was the character that they were looking for. Well, they were all looking for other brothers, but my agents were sent me the brief for Open mm-hmm. So, I auditioned for Open And then. I got a call from my agent at the time. No, I got a role with There's little brothers. So, okay, it was cool with me. I didn't, I didn't mind anything. So, so it was all good. Did you yeah, expect that the role of Kawe would be so big? Firstly, the show itself was pretty big. Um, did you anticipate that it would be, you know, the kind of success that it was? And even though, um, you know, uh, Kawe, certainly in the first season, it is the story of um, Mkele mainly. Kawe has kind of a more leading role in, was it the third season of, of the show? Um, but did you anticipate that it would be that big and that suddenly you would be that recognizable because of the success of the show? No, I didn't. I didn't think of was he sure this is all that big when we started. Until you buy Jelly Car, you know, this big role in this 
big production house, uh, and it's, 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 but I didn't know it was like the audience would receive it uh, the way they received it mm. at that time. So I think Jerry was a Jerry was no, it's the wife. And I was some of the wife, not some of the wife. But she, wow, that Joe, that I know that book. Mm. It's one of the biggest books in Africa, yeah. actually. And I was like, oh, we shit. So together, we do it. I didn't know that it, it was that big. Mm. So I did until I do my chill out. No, when's one of my favorite books. I love that book. But then from the track, and then uh, it was crazy when we posted about it. First of all, people didn't like us because they didn't know us. And then we were just like confused because uh, I wasn't even paying attention to uh, social media. Like, yeah. People were complaining with, oh, I'm like, oh, little brothers, man. And then all of a sudden, um, they started They started to love us. It was like a beautiful community. They had a, their own community. So I was just like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. What was interesting for me was, in addition to, I guess, the show being big, you know, people kind of loving the story, loving the, you know, the story of the brothers and the rivalry and da-da-da-da, was interestingly, some of the brothers then became, I guess, these heartthrobs. So it wasn't just about the, the show itself, but people thought, you know, some of the brothers were really good looking and suddenly you were on, you know, like the sexiest list and you were one of the brothers that stood out as being, oh my gosh, everyone thinks Kawe is so good looking. So in addition to the show being really big, there's suddenly this really great, I guess, interest in who you are and people saying, you know, how good looking and hot you are. And how do you deal with that? Firstly, you're now part of the show that you hadn't anticipated would be that big. It shatters streaming records in its first season. But now, in addition to being quite popular, people are, you know, there is, you know, quite a big fan base around your looks. <laughs> well, my dad was good looking back in the day. Big Yeah. Blaming him. But no, it's, I, I think it's all love and 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 and, and people recognize my work. Mm. I mean, I go most real life, so makeup, I think I'm sure it's almost a good thing to do. Right, you're right. So calm, you know. I love that guy. Yeah, but I think it's it's all about love that we that we all receive from um people as little brothers yeah. um, and 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 the bond we we created as well mm. um so some of brothers so just like a, a beautiful moment to get into that process yeah you know and engage with the audience as well mm. so, that's nice. so we're joined on the line by uh Gwenzo Ngobo. he is our profile guest this morning you may know him from his role of Kawe on the hit series the wife um, he's also part of a new uh, six-part uh, series that's streaming on Netflix called Soon Comes the Night, where he plays uh, a former MK operative that becomes a heist king uh, post-apartheid. And we're getting to know Gwenzo a little bit better. Oh. I'm going to go to the 
And for your information, next time you want to bully a woman, I suggest you choose your victim wisely. So, we are good seeing the things are cool. King. Who's so happy as was so? Queen, Miss Akima. Queen. Why? Why was that you're so king? Hello, um, Kikopalan Klepengoliak. So, I'm going to So, about 315 Kosaza. from the hit series The Wife uh, starring our profile guest for this morning uh, Gwenzo Ngobo joining us uh, and we're getting to know him a little bit better and just before the break uh, we were talking about uh, the um, the big success of the show and how that's meant you know people kind of have known him uh, we've seen him on magazine covers on red carpets um, but Gwenzo um, you know from what we've seen of you yes you've become you know quite a, pu- a public figure but seemingly quite introverted, um, but now very much, you know, in people's homes, um, we see you. Uh, and so how has that shift uh, been for you being, I guess, quite an introverted person, quite a private person? We know very little about your private life to then being in the public eye um, that you, in the way that you are right now. Yeah. Uh, well, um I think as for this, I'm just saying because I I saw what's in Kalakul and after, especially after working at Zambelling Elgin, and I was also bartending at that time. So I think guys from this are like no man. Let me just try and network with people and just talk to people, socialize, uh, and but it, I didn't close down the door with say. Mm-hmm. So I, I still have, I'm, I'm skeptical about other people that I talk to yeah. or people that I bring in my life or people that I bring into the business as well. So yeah. that's why. So I've I've taught myself to 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 to, to network and socialize. It's a thing. Mm. I think it's, yeah. You mentioned that you worked as a bartender. How yes. long how long were you bartending for? How did you end up bartending? Was it while you were studying and it was kind of your gig while you were at school? Yeah. So there were gigs as a school aid. Being uh, sales of paying rent, buying food, and stuff like that, and then I graduated. I didn't quit, uh, and then I got promoted. I uh, became a manager, so I was managing that the place called Amsterdam. And it was after Tigwini, and it was nice because um, I was I was, I was doing um, um, some production work as well, and then going back to um, do my job. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so, yeah. 
Bartending always looks really hard to me. I never did bartending, but it always looks like difficult work. Is it mm. difficult work? Uh, and especially if were you working in a place that dealt with a lot of students, because students look particularly difficult to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was mixed. It is difficult, and uh, and then the the end of the argument is was mixed. You know, the, the people from the varsity from. Uh, but uh, maybe around 30, mm-hmm. uh, youth. I don't know if they're still youth or what. Mm-hmm. I'm 32. I'm no, 42 and I'm Dala. No, you're still youth. <laughs> until 35, you're youth. After that, you, you're uh, we youth in Dala, but until 35, we youth. <laughs> You should say I'm paying for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're 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 in your final young years. After that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, working with uh, serving different people because mm. also I'm a tourist bears a foot in the onion. Um. So I've learned how uh, I went to YouTube and I saw how um bartenders um behave. Uh, when they maybe, for example, if there's a, a, a stupid fight, how, 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 well, how do you engage to that? How do you please your customers? How do you get tips and do it? So I was very playful. I mean, uh, I, a lot of people really, um, loved me at work. Um, so I didn't have a problem. Just a few people, I kind of, um, uh, yeah. Um, but a lot of people I really took care of my customers and the regulars as well. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't have a, a difficult time working work, working as a bartender, but it was nice though. Do you find nice. that there are skills that you learned during your time bartending that have been useful in your TV and theatre career? Were there any skills where you thought, you know what? Bartending skilled me, prepared me for a moment such as this. <laughs> Not really, mm. <laughs> but but the, the the funny thing that happened is, um, at the time we was from the socialization about, and I think I'm a producer from Imbeu that came to uh, Amsterdam, and then at the time I was closing up. But uh, but just like a few drinks and then I banged in and then I put up a set of hands. I didn't know it. Oh, what's the best drinks. I was and I was catching up. But we were also like talking and 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 and, 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 and just like and engaging with them because we were cool, madam. Uh, I was just like an actor. I started drama, currently doing theater shows. And then I was like, oh, send a profile out. I send a profile out of me. And then I got a call like a couple of months after that, um, networking. And then I auditioned and, and then I started working there. So uh, I think I've learned a lot from networking and socializing with people. Yeah. Um, at that time, you know. 
So we've spoken quite a bit so, about your career and, you know, how you moved. You know, you were trained in theatre, you did theatre work, you know, I have done quite a lot of TV work, much of it which we've um, seen as well. But I think it's so interesting and in how like action movies are quite a big thing of, you know, quite, quite a big influence on in, you ending up in TV. But I think it's so interesting that cars are quite a big part of, um, I guess, what you do in your downtime. Um, racing cars, kart racing. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the love of um, cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until uh, we're old enough to learn so Baba would build the OCI from 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 nothing. Yeah. And I I I will see So me and so we were always there. So from there, I just started loving cars, me and my twin brother, Uazi. Um, so I got invited by a company I'm out who, who to do um, racing. And then I was like, okay, cool. I think... Um, um, I can do that because I want to work on an activity that I can do. So, but they're still teaching me because I think it helps me to unwind as well and yeah. just like to center myself. It, yeah. it, it it has that nice adrenaline as well. You mentioned that your dad could build Usiaya from basically nothing and you watched him. Are you, have you learned, did you keep any of those skills? Can you like open the hood of a car or get underneath it and like know what to do are you able to do some of the things you grew up watching yeah i i can really? i can because i still remember yeah but I, not to his level level because was insane but i can but more to depending like in the teaching Especially the thing you know, I told it at that time. Now my corona, now my corona that which is funny with OCI. So the easiest one that we would like uh, work on it was Matex, OCI, and maybe the corona because of similar engines. Yeah. Um, and so, like back in the day, because back when the skin he let this in the head, so they would take this in the head. But there's only as well humble. If if we would like. Put put it together the same day, so it's often running. So yeah, and I've learned a couple of skills. Oh wow! Yeah, I think that's really cool. You also mentioned that uh, you and your twin would watch your dad do this. Yeah. So do did they also have learned the same skills as well? Oh, he learned it better than I than, than I did. Really. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's a pro. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I, I, I think we was can fix almost everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's how good he is. I think he can fix almost everything. I, and are you guys Neither, identical twins or fraternal twins? Do you look alike? Uh, that's fine. Okay, because my question was going to be, <laughs> if you guys are identical twins... What has been the impact of having a really famous twin? Because <laughs> has that been good for him? Has that not been good? But you guys aren't identical. Okay. 
fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But you so were when saying... You know, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does he know that? <laughs> Why haven't you told him? I feel like this is crucial information to share with your twin. I was I'm pretty boy. Yeah. So we were yeah. talking about right at the beginning, action films being like one of the big things that get you, you know, into the entertainment business or Jean-Claude Van Damme, like the action heroes, this daring of, you know, before. Um, and now, you know, you get to play an action hero. Is there still a role that's influenced by an action hero or a type of movie that you want to do? Um, or is your current role in Soon Comes the Night, does it kind of tick that, um, you know, that action role, staring uh, role that you wanted to play? I think, you know, Soon Comes the Night is still like uh, first step. Uh, I really would love to be in a blockbuster movie. I would really, really love that. Yeah. Uh, like, like the Amy Adams is to reach like Tom Cruise level. Yeah. That's like, how. Like Mission Impossible, that kind of uh, action movie. Yeah. Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious type. Yes. Yes. That, 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 those blockbusters, he, he, I, I want to reach to that level because they, they have so much action. And the distant cameras were just like a. The, the, a step for me because it's very story driven mm. with, with those blockbusters as well it's very story driven it's, it's a story driven but at the same time like the action there's so much action yeah. within that so I really love to be active on set especially mm. you know to just move and just and then you know go crazy when you say yeah, action so, movies are very story-driven, what do you mean? Because I think for many of us, when we think of action, especially, you know, like some of the blockbusters you describe, we think, well, you know, it is more about uh, the skit and donor and, you know, people jump, like, especially for Tom Cruise, he's jumping off buildings, he's jumping off planes. Um, it's very kind of high energy, high adrenaline. But I think it's so interesting mm -hmm. that you say it's story-driven. What does that mean? Um, well, if you're doing a, a if, if you do pay attention, um, they also like talk about CIAs and MI11, um, uh, those secret organizations. And then you also, I mean, I, when I'm watching a movie, I also do my own research and then you find out there's, that those secret organizations, they do exist. Uh, we we all know it, but what happens between that? Well, obviously it's fantasy. They've recreated that world, but there's also like story, love, um, friendship between, especially Mission Impossible. It's like um, friendship is it's a it's a it's a center of of it all because we've seen all Benji and and the, the, the crew and the Tom Cruise. They came a long way. Yeah. We, we also follow their story. You also feel the emotions. It's okay. Now they separating or whatever, something like that. You also feel that emotion. So it, it is story driven. I would say um, forty five percent, and then action packed is like sixty five percent. Yeah. You know, so 
yeah, yeah, that's what I mean by friendship and 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 love relationship as well. Mm. Would you ever get into the production of um, either TV or even movies? Because of course, part of what makes the Mission Impossible movie so good is Tom Cruise is intimately involved in every detail. He does all of his own stunts. He he directs them. He's the executive producer. Would you ever want to, in addition to being in a blockbuster like that, that kind of action-packed, um, you know, blockbuster, would you ever want to, I guess, get behind the camera um, and direct or produce a, a film like that? Yes, I really love directing and I really love directing action um, movies. But I haven't directed any, any any action movies, but I would love to to get to that point mm. uh, to to direct a, a blockbuster movie. Yeah, and we'll be part of like the action scenes uh, because I've learned some few things as well on on sets when we were especially doing the the, the choreography. I've I've also helped on the choreography to add my my my, my expertise as well, mm. and especially like the the prison one. Uh, that was, uh, I've also like added some few things there and there to, you know, teach myself. I can also choreograph, I can also direct. There's a couple of scenes uh, on The Wife as well, yeah. um, season three. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've started um, actually doing something about it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love to see your, I mean, your like blockbuster where you are both director and, you know, leading it as well. I think that could be really, really cool. And Gwenzo, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's been great having you on the show. We appreciate you making time for us on a Sunday morning. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It means a lot. Thanks. Thank you very much. And Soon Comes the Night is out on Netflix already, right? It came out about a week ago. Is that correct? Last week, yeah, oh, more nineteen, yeah, okay, yeah, last Friday, great, great, Gwenzo. Thank you so much, thank you for hanging out as our profile guest. Thank you, thank you very much. That is actor and director Gwenzo Ngobo joining us this morning as our profile guest. His new production, Soon Comes the Night, a six part crime drama, uh, is currently streaming on Netflix.